NJIBR. Blowing up sports radio and starting over. So you'll pick me up tonight at 7.45? Oh, well, no, I got a few things to, to take care of first, but what, why don't we make it quarter to eight? <laughs> Okay, 745. All right, kids, we are live once again here at the Rundown. Rick Pruitt along with Dave Nelson. Hi to hi ho, kids. Welcome back, Dave. How are you, buddy? How you been? Doing okay. Doing okay. Took uh, took a couple of weeks off there. Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, both shows. <laughs> both shows. Yeah, it wasn't really doing much. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of the price uh, price of doing business with the radio station these days. It's you, you, me, and <laughs> and and that's it. And then you and me, and, and then me you and, and you, and then uh, you host mine, I host yours, and yeah. So that's uh, you know, life kind of gets in the way sometimes, and you have to skip a show here and there. <laughs> Before uh, we get started, real quick, I want to put it out there. Um, we're trying something new here. <clears throat> we're trying to uh, put the Skype number out there. We got mine. It's Dave Nelson ninety seven on Skype. Okay. When if you listen to the live broadcast tonight, now if you tune in during the hour, I'll repeat it a couple of times. But if you want to chime in there, see how that flies. Okay, so we are live on Skype. We're live on Skype right now. It's Dave Nelson ninety seven on Skype. Hope we'll see if it works. If you know someone is listening while we're doing actually doing the show, and wants to chime in, there's a the number. It's very easy to use. There we go. So uh, we are open for business for anybody that feels like chiming in. <laughs> Taking part of the show. Being a part of the show. Yeehaw. All right, so we are back live and in the uh, studio in the sky for the first time in, what, about a month now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we did so. the uh, we did the Skype thing. We're just trying all kinds of things. And so far, I mean, the Skype the the Skype thing we you and I tried used, actually, I think worked fairly well. Yeah, yeah. And going back after the fact and listening to it, you know, did not sound bad at all. Yeah, it, uh, it came through pretty clear. Uh, so now we have some options. The only the one thing we haven't done yet um, is doing the Skype over the actual cell phone through the app. That's the one we haven't. It's going to sound like a cell phone call. That's yeah. what it's going to sound like. But it'll it'll still come through. Oh yes, yes. So, so you, you'll key. be walking through Walgreens. I'll be in Walgreens and doing, doing a, show. a radio show. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> and by Walgreens, he means the liquor store down the street. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tonight we have some NJIBL news. Uh, as usual, we're going to get some MLB stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the dude. The, the, the dude's been the in trouble. Dude is done. The dude is done. <laughs> we call him Daisy now. Yeah. Uh, and I have some fantasy third baseman and outfielders to go over toward the end of the show but uh for right now we're going to take a little bit of a break and when we come back we will get to it see you in a sec you're listening to the new jersey independent baseball radio network brought to you by al gore and his amazing internet For you, the listeners of NJIBR, Audible.com is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Audible.com has over 100,000 titles to choose from in every imaginable genre. A few of their releases this week include The Stand by Stephen King, Basketball Junkie, a memoir by Chris Herron, and The Jansen Command by Robert Ludlum. To download your free audiobook today, Go to audibletrial.com backslash NJIBR. 
Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash NJIBR for your free audio book. Need physical therapy? Let specialized physical therapy in Cherry Hill help you recover and restore your quality of life. Whether it is your lower back, neck, shoulder, hip, or knee, physical therapists that specialize physical therapy will help you achieve the results you want and need. Their team consists of highly trained physical therapists that are specialists in orthopedics. This means you get the very best care that produces results. Call today to schedule your appointment at 856-424-0993. That's 856-424-0993. Or visit them at the web, at the web, on the web, at specializedphysicaltherapy.com. Back in action. Hi, ho, kids. We are back here live in the studio in the sky. NJIBL News. Time for some uh, NJIBL News. And you know, it's like a tongue tied when you try saying that once in a while. NJIBL News. I just say IBL. <laughs> I, I leave IBL. the NJ and I part out. All right, let me uh, see if I can open it up. You, you make uh, the assumption everyone knows the NJ part. I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know, I guess I, I feel empowered. Empowered? Yes, I feel like everyone makes, should know the IBL. Makes you feel better to say it that way? <clears throat> yes, yes. You, you do what you got to do, Dave. That's right. I could have, I could be some other league who's just creating things, trying to be like the IBL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Website. <clears throat> Hack. Tiger face paint. <clears throat> so, so what do you got for uh, us tonight? What I got here is this. Actually, I ain't got that much. I mean, everything's, everything's pretty much been said already, what's going on. Right. Now we're just waiting. Everyone's in the, in the holding pattern right now. This is almost the most boring time of the year. It, it seemed that way because even in the off season, you have managers' meetings every few weeks that you kind of have new stuff pop up that takes two or three weeks to, to infiltrate throughout the league and you can talk about it. Now it's kind of like the holding pattern. Yeah, now everything's you, done. You're just, it's just yeah. waiting. It's just a whole waiting period. Trying to put teams together and all, all the stuff that's going on now behind the scenes because all the teams want to... It, it's kind of like secret time now. We're all itching. Now You're all itching, but you're all putting together that you know, you're trying to sign that ace pitcher that nobody you know knows about or you're trying to put together that stud outfield that nobody knows about <laughs> so everybody's kind of keeping on the down low now they're trying to put their teams together you don't hear a whole, you don't hear a whole lot of stuff coming out of each individual team at this point so i don't know about the down low. like me personally the guys i picked up recently i'm, I'm like i'm like the sound of music I'm telling everybody who I got. <laughs> you know, that's right, guys. When you face my team, your face is something now. You and Julie Andrews are on the side of that's the mountain. That's right. And I'm super califragilistic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we got... Um, wrong I movie, know. Dude. Same, same era. <laughs> Shout out, dummy. Freaking using freaking dumb and dumber references in the opening. <laughs> uh, like I said, there's really not that much going on. We do have a bunch of scrimmages starting up next week. Okay. Uh, Delco Warriors are playing the Blue Claws over at Jim, Jim Buggy Field. I have no clue where that's at. My team, the Broughton County Orioles... Are taking a trek up to Newtown, Pennsylvania, to play our rivals, but our friends the Newtown Braves. Now they're your rivals because they're your same division. Well, we were in the same division last year. Okay, uh, they are a good squad. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of in a rebuilding phase, so I stayed down. They, they, uh, the Braves are in the upper upper divisions. Okay, but we're still friendly, and half my team's on that team now. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had four would, guys. Uh, that would qualify as a rival. Vamos, but it's a, it's like I said, it's all in good fun. We won't even. This is the only time we'll see them this year. So. Nice. To trek up there, hang out. Apparently, they have a sponsor who uh, who is, is a private club, like a, like an Italian American club or something like that. They do. Yes. So you so know where I'll be after the game. An Italian American club. So I don't know if it is an Italian American club, but I know it's something on that vein. So this doesn't bode well if you should beat them. You you might have to. 
My mom's maiden name is Bellino. I'm okay. <laughs> Some of your players may wake up with horse heads in their bed. Trust me. Monday morning. They were a friend of mine. Yeah. All right. But uh, we got the Broken Co or Boco Cubs playing Mount Laurel Brewers, which funny. Some, another group of some of my old guys. Yeah, you have yeah. a lot of old old guys. I've been doing this a long time. You have a time. lot of ex players. I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> I piss people off very easily. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, the Manchester Blue Claws are playing at Pittman. Good old Pat's team. That is Pat's team. Yes, it is. Yeah, that, that's Quinn's team, right? Pittman Blaze. I believe so. Used to be the Glassboro Blaze. Yeah. 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 Uh, lower Diamond, uh, Lower Southampton Diamondbacks on April fifteenth. Oh, that's open. Oh, it's that's opening day. I'm ahead of myself here. See, I'm already excited. April fifteenth, tax day. Shit, I didn't mind the day after I got my W2. <laughs> I hopped right on that shit. Yeah, I just got mine in this week. No no messing around this year. I did it. I, 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 I mean, literally, the day I got them, the next day my taxes were filed. Yeah, nice. And the money's already spent. <laughs> the money's already spent. Yeah, not good things. Not good things at all. But, yeah, like I said, it's not that much uh, IBL news. All this is like, we're all waiting. We're all getting the itch to right. uh, get out there. We're, finally, we guys been able to get outside and practice, except for this weekend. Well, this is supposed to be some nice weather this week. We're going to hit gorgeous. like 70-something degrees. It's going to be gorgeous. Like, luckily, on my home field, uh, the one I share with the Mount Laurel Brewers, we do have – the field wasn't playable, but we do have two bullpens and uh, one, bullpens. two, three. Bullpens. You have yes. bullpens, bullpens in your field? Yes, we do. Two. Wow. Visitor and nice. visitor home. And we've got four batting cages. So I was able to get guys taking some fly balls. I had the pitchers working out light. It had some BP going on. Cool. It was yeah. like a, everyone was – things were getting done. It, it was wasn't like guys standing around. It was like an MLB practice. Kind of, sort of, with no MLB players. With no MLB players. <laughs> but I do have uh, – you know what you, were, you made a comment about um, I have a lot of players around to play for new guys now? Right. Two of my newest guys are four members of the Mount Laurel Brewers team. It's almost like full circle because the Brewers used to be the Red Sox, which was my old team. You're like you're like one of those guys in high school that would like swap girlfriends with his buddies, and you know, <laughs> hey, I I had her, I had him, I had. It's like know. a soap opera. It <laughs> really is. Yeah, but it's but it's all and you're all good fun, and everyone's clean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. Just never wear white uniforms. I don't believe that for a second. At least before Labor Day or after Labor after Day. After Labor Day, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. That's it for the NGIBL news. All right. So that was short and sweet. Yes. And we're going to take another break here. We're going to come back with some MLB stuff. NJIBR. Blowing up sports radio and starting over. Need physical therapy? Let's specialize physical therapy in Cherry Hill. Help you recover and restore your quality of life. Whether it is your lower back, neck, shoulder, hip, or knee, physical therapists that specialize physical therapy will help you achieve the results you want and need. Their team consists of highly trained physical therapists that are specialists in orthopedics. This means you get the very best care that produces results. Call today to schedule your appointment at 856-424-0993. That's 856-424-0993. Or visit them at the web, at the web, on the web, at specializedphysicaltherapy.com. For you, the listeners of NJIBR, Audible.com is offering a free audio download with a free 14-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. One book I recently listened to was 112663 by Stephen King. It's a story of Jake Epping, a Maine high school teacher who finds a doorway back in time and tries to stop the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. However, things don't go exactly as planned, and pretty soon Jake discovers that you can't change history without paying a price. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com backslash NJIBR. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash NJIBR for your free audiobook. Got money, don't want it, you want it all. Now you can't take it. 
All right, kids, we are back. Got some uh, got some interesting tidbits this week. I perused the interwebs today and came up with a couple of stories that seemed to. Well, what do you think, Dave? He's a daisy if he does. Yeah. Uh huh. The dude's gonna be somebody's bitch. The dude. Yeah. The first thing we're gonna talk about here, uh, Lenny Dykstra. If anybody doesn't know, Lenny Dykstra was sentenced. Uh, I think it was yesterday to three years in the state prison out in California for, ironically, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Not the video game. Did you happen to hear when they when the story first broke that he was trying to change his uh, plea at the last minute? Yeah. They, they tattered him as former New York Met Lenny Dykstra. Not former Philadelphia Philly. Yeah, well, you know. That's all. All the better. You know. Oh, I know. That's, that's the point I'm getting. At, is I was all the sportscasters around here, or at least on TV. It was like that was that was the one thing they were hedging on. It was like they had no mention of Philadelphia whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. It says here that uh, the superior court judge refused to allow him to withdraw a no contest plea. Now I'm not in any way schooled in legalese. I don't know exactly. And maybe you can tell me this uh, if you know what, what you exactly that means. Why would you ask a question like that? I don't know. Maybe you've maybe well. Jeez. Maybe you've been to court. You you're on the 15th floor. Yeah, I realize. Yeah? I'm aware. Ah, uh, uh, no, it's, it's a guilty plea without saying I'm guilty. Is that what it is? No contest? So basically, going to fight it. Do what you got to do. So basically, he originally said I'm guilty without saying I'm guilty, and then he wanted to withdraw that. First he said not guilty. Then he finally copped to the plea when he realized there was no shot in hell he was getting out of it. Okay. But he didn't want to outright say that he was guilty. So I guess the sentences are strict, more strict if you admit your guilt? Yeah, kind of. I guess. Kind of. I, I mean, that, I guess if it had gone to trial and wasted taxpayer time and money, I mean, justice would have been slow, uh, more severe. That would make sense. The whole, the whole point of getting the deal was him him pleading no contest. That got him the deal he got. And he was looking at 10 years. Yeah. Now, just, just I mean, I didn't know this till I read this, so in case anybody doesn't know, uh, it says Dykstra was arrested in April of 2011. Uh, he initially pled not guilty to 25 criminal counts after police raided his home, found several drugs, including cocaine and synthetic human growth hormone. Hard to believe. <laughs> Did you hear, I don't, I don't know if you heard the article you have, spells it a little deeper as what the, he, where he said he got the hormone from? No. Where? He tried to Falco? say... No, 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 no. Even <laughs> He got it. He uh, technically got it from an, uh, an HIV patient who from, had, was getting it legally. From an HIV patient. Yes, who was getting it legally. Uh-huh. He sold it to, to uh, the dude. He tried to sell it to a, uh, another professional baseball player saying it was Charlie Sheen's. <laughs> so, wait, so Dykstra went to an HIV patient, bought this drug from him. Correct, sir. Then, tur- correct, sir. then turned around and tried to sell it to another pro ball player and told him that he got it from Charlie Sheen? Yes, sir. I'm, as soon as this loads up, I'll be able to tell you it, exactly what I said verboten. It, does that drive the price up because Charlie Sheen handled the HGH? I guess. Is that, I guess. Is that the deal? Here's, uh, investigators trace a Sarah, Sarah Rostam. Is that you said? I don't know. So an HIV patient, says Epstein, which is apparently one of the lead uh, investigators, who had a legitimate prescription and claimed that they had been stolen. From, oh, wow, they were stolen from his home. An associate of Dykstra's later told police the former baseball player tried to sell him the HGH, claiming that it belonged to actor Charlie Sheen. 
Sports Illustrated was unable to get comment from Sheen on the report. Yeah, hard to believe that either. Now, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, here's a, oh, me, Epstein, Epstein, Epstein said the same associate said Dykstra had been living life in the fast lane after a fortune teller told him that he was going to be rich but die at age 52. How old is he now? 53. <laughs> <laughs> Don't! Uh, on the Mayan calendar. Well, yeah, right. Well, that's not even why he's going to jail. As, as bad as all that was, basically, the, the Grand Theft Auto part comes later. Apparently, prosecutors accused Dykstra and, the co- and his co-defendants, who I'm, I'm not sure who they were, but I guess that's irrelevant at this point, of leasing and then selling high-end cars by claiming credit through a phony business. This is this is live on the air stuff. Dave's getting phone calls here. Maybe it's Lenny Dykstra trying to sell him some some of Charlie Sheen's HGH. But anyway, yeah, apparently um, they found all the drugs and whatnot at his house, but that wasn't the main issue that they found, that they prosecuted him for. They prosecuted him for uh, leasing vehicles and then turning around and selling the vehicles. And on top of that, he must have gotten the vehicles through credit obtained by claiming a business that didn't exist. So so Dykstra basically, um, you know, and it was only a couple of years ago. Sorry about that. That was our fearless leader. Oh, yeah. He doesn't know we're on the air. He's not listening. Thanks for the wide-eyed support there, Skippy, and your yeah. glorious hair. No, what I was saying is, wasn't it just a couple of years ago where, where Dykstra was supposed to be this uh, stock guru? Yeah, was make- he was, actually. He, he wasn't just supposed to be. He was a, a stock guru. So what happened? He was big in high finance, and he just was doing really good on, you know, big in real estate, just doing very well, and then overextended himself like a lot of companies do. But instead of being in a corporation, he was Lenny Dykstra. Yeah. It was all pretty much in his name. Yeah. So when that took a hit, he took the hit. Okay. So so he was he he was just giving stock tips, or he was actually investing. He was in investing. These? Oh, okay. And then apparently from the rundown, like I said, I don't know what you have in your in your thing there. He was going through bankruptcy. He was way way behind on his mortgage. They tried to they were seizing the home. Yeah. He was filing bankruptcy, and he was turning around selling all his belongings. I did. Yeah, I did hear that. And so the yeah. uh, that pretty much the tax man said. I'm the tax man. How do you you know, you got no money, but yet you're you're making fifty grand on selling furniture and things of that nature? They took the house and he was breaking in and selling stuff. <laughs> now, have you ever seen? Do you ever see that that uh, Jose Canseco short-lived reality show back about three four years ago? I vaguely remember it. Yeah, it was kind of reminiscent of that because Canseco broke into the house. He was they were doing a segment. He was walking around the perimeter of his house, of his own house. Oh yes, yeah, so of his former living. Uh, so he didn't think anything of putting this on TV? No, no. In fact, he took a chair and put it through the bay window. or the, I'm sorry, not the bay window, the French doors. Live on, on TV. You know, you know, this speaks to a lot. Not that I really want to... say go all the way around. Yeah. Not that I really want to get into to this broader topic, but I just it just always fascinates me that these pro ball players, in, in really any sport, they go out there, they, they make all this money, millions and millions of dollars, and half of them are freaking idiots. How you can make tens of millions of dollars playing a game over the course of, let's say, 10 years, and then by the age of 35, 40, 45, be to the point where you're throwing chairs through your previous house or going to jail for Grand Theft Auto? Well, it kind of goes back, if you look at uh, uh, NFL players, most, not, I don't know if most is the right word, but a majority of NFL players who are multi-million dollar, top of the line, Hall of Fame prospects are broke within 10 years of yeah. retiring from the game. I, I read that, they, yeah. they say they're basketball players because they live blank rich. Well, didn't I read... I read something recently. They were talking about Allen Iverson and how he's now destitute. Oh, yeah. And basically what the... He's, they offered up a job to play soccer, for God's sakes. One, one of the things they said that he would do... He, he Like, these guys just get money and they just don't ever... I guess they never... 
stop to think. Didn't that the anyone ever hear of MC Hammer? Yeah, the, the, they don't stop to think the money's eventually going to run. They said he would he wouldn't pack clothes when the Sixers would go on a road trip. He would basically go with what he was wearing, and wherever he would go, whatever city he would go to, he would go out and he'd buy a wardrobe for that week. Right. And then he'd come home and he'd do it again the next time they went on a road trip. And this went on for years. And he literally had so much clothing that he bought over the years because he just didn't feel like packing bags to take on the road trips. Like, that's that's lunacy. That's idiocy. If what, what, yeah, how, do I, how do I say this? Not that I'll ever experience it. When you're looking at a bank account when there's more zeros than I have letters in my name, it's kind of hard not to, oh, you know, I can do it. I mean, look, I mean, I make a halfway decent wage now. When I look and I see an Xbox, I want it, I buy it. But it's a two hundred dollar right. <laughs> but you got to look at in, in in relation to what I make as opposed to what they make. Yeah. A ver, uh, was it Versace? Is that a ver, uh, Vers- Versace? Versace. A Versace suit uh-huh. is an Xbox to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess. But I when mean, you it's... keep when you when you buy that suit and you see the bank that hasn't dindled at that particular moment in time. Yeah. Does it hurt to buy the second one? Yeah. I. I yeah. I guess now it becomes check coming in the final week. I guess it becomes addictive. I just I don't know. Maybe it's just a, maybe it's just the fact that these people are so caught up in their own. They're basically being ever, ever since they're 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 young. They're they're told that they're the best thing ever, and they're coddled to, and they never basically have to want for things from a time they're very young. Well, that's a, that's a very good point because these kids are groomed now. I mean, the parent. I mean, you look at the parents. The parents' fault because they're looking at the paycheck themselves. They they don't want to work anymore. They yeah. want they want to be agents now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you got when you got if I, for bas- I mean, not we're a baseball show, but to go back to the basketball, they're being recruited out of high school. I um I used to work for an insurance company, and I remember one claim we had one time. It was a high school kid that got into a car accident, and he had rotator cuff damage. He was a football player. And basically, it was in, I think it was in September that the accident happened. And the mother did not want the kid to have surgery that he desperately needed. Because if he, ha- if he had the surgery, he would miss the football season and therefore would not be able to impress the scouts and get a scholarship. So, literally, this mother wanted her kid to suck it up, play with a damaged rotator cuff that he sustained in an auto accident just so that her, her golden meal ticket wouldn't have to skip his senior season and therefore not get recruited by, I don't know, Middle Tennessee State or whoever the hell he was <laughs> going to be recruited by. It was the most ridiculous thing. And I, I was on the phone with this woman just completely incredible. Like, I'm, I could not fathom that a mother would put the potential money above the health of their kid. And here, here this, I mean, you know what happens, but I was literally on the phone with one of these idiots, and I just, I couldn't, couldn't believe it. Oh yeah, well, I mean, unfortunately, that's. I mean, when you look at the contracts and going back to baseball, the contracts these guys are being awarded today, you almost can't. You almost can't blame them. I mean, yeah, you can blame them, but you almost can't, yeah. given the the amount of dollars involved. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Lenny's Lenny's in some deep shit right now. So I tell you what. Now, no, I tell you what. Rather, the question I have is, he was sentenced to three years. How much time is he actually going to do? Does it say? Uh, heard? I don't know. I guess it depends on him. Isn't that one of those things where I guess he'll get time off for good behavior or I mean, whatever? I mean, as far as I know, he's been locked up since. Oh, you think he's nobody gonna, was nobody was paying his bill. He's going to get time served. Time served, good behavior. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, he might being uh, cute, <laughs> being cute, being Lenny, <laughs> Lenny being Lenny. It's. I mean, it just it saddens me because I like I was a Lenny fan before he was the dude when he was with the Mets. Yeah. 
when he made when he got traded to the Phillies, I still was still a Met fan when he came here. Yeah, and I was so torn because it was that's my boy. Right. You know, it's right. like my, it would have been like Mike Piazza coming over to the Phillies. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or yeah. Alfonso Alfonso and uh, uh, yeah, it was like it was, it's one of those things. Where it's like it's un- unimaginable that it happened. And then I became a so became a Phillies fan. You know, given my uh, my girlfriend, and then to see it happen, you know, to follow this guy's career, to see the downfall yeah. of yeah, yeah, you know, of an icon. Yeah, Dave's been disillusioned. I, I tell you, I just I hate baseball. I'm done. He he, he cries in his pillow every softball. night over over Lenny Dykes. I'm starting to saw. I'm starting to suit him in the Sky Softball League, so you can have a whole bunch of new ex players. I can make a new website. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, nope. all right, so moving on, our, our next topic here. You, not you, Dave. You. You the listener. You, you the listener. You Darvish. You know who that is? Uh, it's a guy right here on the paper. Yeah, the guy right there on the paper. Looks looks Japanese. He's, he's the worst MLB offseason signing. Uh, yeah, that is the question. It was a... It was Japanese. <laughs> Japanese? I think, I think so. I think he's Japanese. It was a um, an article I came across today that uh, went over the top 15 worst off-season signings. I'm not going to bore everybody with the whole fif- list of 15, but number one on the list... Back again later. <laughs> number one on the list was Yu Darvish, this uh, wonderkind, wonderkin out of Japan that's supposed to be the uh, Japanese answer to, I guess, Cy Young. I think it's a Clemens. Or, or Clemens, one, one or the other. Um... So he got signed by the Texas Rangers. I gotta stop the microphone. They uh, they outbid everyone else. I guess that's how they do it now. They they bid on these foreign players, I suppose, and uh, basically um, they bid fifty one point one million dollars or fifty fifty two million dollars, I guess it was for the uh, for his services. And they got awarded. Now, how old is this kid? He's right, twenty six. Wow! Wait! 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 Twenty six years old. 26 years old, he was the best pitcher in Japan apparently last year. He had an 18-6 record, 1.44 ERA for the Nippon Ham Fighters. I didn't make that up. Nippon At ham. least in the movie with freaking, uh, with the, uh, who's the guy from Magnum P.I.? Um, At least they, they called they were the dragons or the giants. Yeah. Not the, the ham sloggers? Or? The ham fighters. Ham f- You're fighting a ham? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So, basically, the reasons behind this uh, in the article they they quote uh, a bunch of stats for Asian-born pitchers that every couple of years you, you you see this happen where you have an Asian pitcher who is supposed to be the next best thing, and he basically gets um, bid on by all these major league teams, and one team signs him. And it's supposed to be this great signing. And for a couple of years, it turns out that he pitches pretty well. And then he hits a wall. And it's always, apparently, it's always the third year. The three-year uh, wall, it says here. And for for example, what they're saying here is, um, they give an example of uh, Hideo Nomo. All right. Uh, it says, since 19, well, actually, he's one of the, one of the examples. It says, since 1995... There have been nine pitchers from Japan, including Nomo, who've made 40 starts in the big leagues. Except for Hiroki Kuroda, all have posted career ERAs between 4.2 and 5.7. And basically, the way it works is these pitchers pitch well for the first two years, and then all of them, come that third year, drop off off the cliff. I'm looking at what they have here. Differences between the games played could be possible to contribute to the failure, and I don't buy it at all. Because it's the third year. 
These guys put up stellar numbers game year one and two. They're trying to say a difference in the ball size, the ball grip. Well, yeah, what he's, what he's um, referring to is that they have a list here of um, possible reasons why this is the case, why these Japanese pitchers are, are failing in the big leagues. And some of the reasons they say that the, uh, the lineups in Japan aren't as deep as they are here. You have fewer power hitters. The strike zone in Japan is generally bigger. Uh, the baseballs, I guess, are smaller and harder. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but um, the length of the season is different. The pitching work. How many games did they play over there? Uh, 144. <clears throat> okay. And mostly indoor parks? Uh, I don't know if they're mostly indoor. I think they're mostly still the old AstroTurf, if that matters. If you ever watch a game from Japan, even now, um, which is rare, I'm sure, but if you ever do see it, usually it's in, in one of those old-looking... In a dome. Well, sometimes it's in a dome, but even when it's not in a dome, they always seem to be playing on that old 1970s AstroTurf. Okay. They, apparently, they didn't get the memo. That, <laughs> ouch! <laughs> ouch! That it hurts. <laughs> Let's put a slab of concrete down, put, a, put an eighth of an inch of fake grass, and play ball. So, you know, I guess the gist of the article is the Rangers took a, took a chance. They signed this kid for six years, $52 million, and based on the history of Japanese or Asian born <clears throat> they're going to be re- regretting it in two years, maybe three, at the outside. Um, so unless this kid comes in and sets the world on fire for six years, it's going to be uh, not not so good for the Rangers. I wish I was in an industry where I they can afford to throw that kind of money around for that short of commitment. Six years? You want to be signed somewhere for six years, fifty-two million? Yes, yes. Anybody want to sign Dave for six years, fifty-two million dollars? I'll deliver all the boxes you want. You would do just about anything. <laughs> six years, fifty-two million. There's no just about. I do anything. <laughs> <laughs> My pride is is gone. <laughs> what wouldn't you do? What? Sixty two bucks for God's sake! <laughs> no, Jesus Christmas! It's been a tough year. <laughs> it's been a rough year. It's only March. Yippee! The last topic. Um, Today is something that basically breaks my heart. heart. I'm sure you feel the same way here. The meatball says no. <laughs> um, the DH. What do you think about the DH? First off, the answer is yes. No. The meatball says no. Good answer, meatball. The meatball says. The meatball says no. It just eats a little, I, little I, meatball, it's a meatball, and he says no. I thought it was the planet Mercury, but it's not a planet anymore. Oh, that's Pluto. Or, or, um, DH and that National League, not a shot in hell. DH, yeah. <clears throat> it's coming. I just don't want it to. That's the topic of this article is, is they're trying to say that basically due to the fact that they're realigning the leagues and they're moving the Astros yeah. next year, uh, both leagues are going to have 15 teams, and apparently once they do that, it's going to even out the interleague play, and I guess... I didn't hear about this until I just read this article, but apparently part of the proposal is that they're going to, instead of having interleague play be something they do for two or three weeks at the beginning of summer, it's going to be inter- interspersed See, and across I, and the whole year. I, I, understand, I understand the reasoning they're doing it, or the reasoning, the reason they're doing it. I don't like it. I like the fact that you take a break off from playing your rivals, your, your, your actual opponents, and, play, and the games still count. We were playing somebody different. You're only going to play for this particular period of time. Was it 13 games, 18 games? Yeah, I think it's 18 games. Uh, I think then it's going to be something like 30. Uh, what a fudge. Yeah. 30, it's going to move up to 30 games a year. 
when you're playing that that much inter interleague. Yeah, right now keep teams around eighteen early games per year, but they're now simply spreading. Blah, blah. No, 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 no. Uh, Thirty makes more sense. But Jason Stark says MLB is looking to keep the teams at around eighteen early games, oh, spread out through the course of the year. And if it's eighteen, I got no problem with it. Spread out. I do prefer having that block. We are playing Italy. It just breaks up the, the for lack of a better word, monotony. I gotta tell you, I, I, I've never ever liked play. I, I have no problem with it. You know why? Because back when we were kids and it would be time for the World Series, it was such... Well, the World Series and the All-Star game, but let's keep it to one team versus another team. So the World Series. When you had teams that played each other in the World Series that were from different leagues... Right. You know, as, as you... I guess as you as you grow older, and I guess because of, of the interleague play and whatever, it's kind of diluted this in, in my mind at this point... But back then, it was kind of like having um, two completely different worlds collide. You you saw teams playing each other that, that never played each other. You had all-stars from those teams that played each other that wouldn't otherwise ever play each other. You saw teams playing in ballparks that they never played in. So it, it was, I don't know. But it was neat. It was oh, it, yes, but given the fact you play 162 games a season, 18 games is a drop in the bucket. It's right, but it's not about that. It's it's. I, I agree. It's not that many games. It's not like it's. I enjoy the fact of seeing the Phillies play the Yankees in in what is it? Let's say let's just say August for for argument's sake. I enjoy seeing the Phillies play the Yankees in August because I've seen the Phillies play the Braves 12 times already. Yeah. I've seen them play, play the Marlins 12 times already. You know what I'm saying? It's it's okay. They made sure that it's. I enjoy that little break, and it didn't really matter. But now they're trying to. Not trying to, but it's, it seems to be leaning in the way of bringing, you know, combining it to American League rules. That sickens me because it takes it, to me it, that takes away the key element of of baseball that I love. Well, that's that's the gist of the article is that they were worried that once this happens next year and they start to uh, disperse the uh, interleague games throughout the course of the season, the concern is, and I'll, and I'll, I, I dispute this, but I'll, I'll say what they're saying. The, the concern is that it's going to come down to, let's say, the last week of the season, last series of the season, and a team from the National League is scheduled to play a team from the American League in the um, in the National League Park. Let's say that American League team is in a pennant race and they're a game out or a game up in their division. Now they have to go to the National League Park and play by National League rules, and they can't use their DH. So now their pitcher is going to have to hit. And so while they're playing this most important series of the year where they're fighting desperately to win the division or get in the playoffs, now they're at a disadvantage because they have to hit their pitcher where they normally would not have to. Um, my feeling with that is that it, it kind of doesn't matter. It's Whether you do it the last week of the season or whether you play that series in June. No, it does matter. It does matter because if you play season, play in the, the, the series in June – Okay, if let's say let's say the Phillies drop two out of three to the Yanks, and the Braves are in second. With a, with a, now they're now the Braves are in first with a game in, with a have with a game lead because the Braves went on a three game streak. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> now it does matter because the Phillies are playing from June through September, playing baseball. We're just their their game of baseball. Right. 
when you come in September, when you're going, you, you know, you're down to the last 15 games, and what happens to you depends on what happens. You know, what happens between you and the Braves, who are still both, you know, battling first place in the, in the East. You're playing for the same rules or with the same rules. Right, but if if every team plays 18 of these interleague games and nine of them are going to be played on American League Park or vice versa, right? It doesn't matter when those nine games are. You still have to play nine, but it, you have to try and win nine. But it does matter because it's when the games matter. Because according to this article, those games, those apparently, from what I'm reading here, the last last one or two of the series is going to be interleague, and that does matter because it does it throws the 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 strategy of the game off. How's that? Because if you're playing it, teams, you know the teams are teams are hot and cold in baseball. You're yeah. playing inter, you're, you're playing against you're playing your your game of baseball. And like, keep going to the Phillies. Phillies got to play a game in in uh, Tampa. Okay. Now, now they got a, 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 a DH, or vice versa. Tampa's playing in Philly. Yeah, it's that it just throws the 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 whole strategy of the game off. Right, but that kind of goes back to. Um, but it, you know, it's not the same kind of baseball in September that it is in June. That's what I'm. That's the point I'm trying to make. It's not the same game. It's more intense because you've expanded. You've expanded uh, rosters. It's a, it's a totally different game. Well, see, I, again, I'm kind of one of those people that I, I don't want to hear. I hate hearing teams pitch in September that they lost out by a game when those teams kind of took those early April games and said, oh, don't worry about it. Like last year, for example, the Red Sox started the season, what, 0-9 or something? Right. And they wound up shit in the bed and lost out of the wild card by a game. Right. So you win even one or two of those games. And back then, I remember reading articles in, uh, you know, up in Boston, the Boston Herald or whatever. Was oh, don't worry about it. Not a big deal. It's just the beginning of the season. Don't pull out of it. Yeah, they did, and they had a great year for for the middle part of the season. But at the end of the day, those games mattered just as much, even though they were played in April. Yeah, but then again, you look at it. Let's. You know, I'm going to keep harking back to the Phillies. Up until last year, what kind of an April did the Philadelphia Phillies have? Last up until up until last year. Yes. Did the Phillies have a winning April up until last year? I don't know if it was up until last year, but for a while there, they didn't. And then, okay, so for four years, what, yeah. how many years in a row the Phillies made the playoffs? Five. Okay, so up until, let's see, let's, for argument's sake, let's say up until two years ago. Okay. The Phillies had what they had, they did not have a stellar April. Right. So it was fight back, it was fight that all season, but you knew who you were playing. You had that those games in the middle. And from that point on, you knew I have to win these series because these series fully matter for my placement in my division. But you put yourself in that position by not. Right, but my point is, is it's a different game in September than it is in June, than it is in July. September's a completely different ball game, as far as the way the game is played. On a manager's level, you know, being a manager of a team, I mean, I'm not trying to impl- uh, say that I manage anything near the level of... Cox or Manuel or Bobby or, or right. Tori or these guys, but you manage a game based upon who you're playing and when you're playing them. If I'm playing, for instance, this year, Pittman Blazer in my division, if I have a half game lead on them, they got have. I'm going to play. I'm going to. St- I'm, I'm going to flip my rotation up because I don't use. I don't ride one guy. Yeah. I'm going to flip things up because I know a certain game. This game is kind of like a must win, and I'm playing a team that I can beat. As opposed to a game that's going to be really tough, I'm going to make sure I get that win in. No, I realize that you manage and you manage and you play the game based on the situation you find. And you can't do that when you're playing a different set of rules in September. Well, yeah, <laughs> if you <coughs> if you look at it in a, in a in a bubble, if you look at it in a uh, 
on a short term, yeah, it sucks to be that team that has to play the other league's rules at the worst, most inopportune time. So I get that. I, I understand that that's not an advantage for you. It's a disadvantage for you. But I guess my point is that everyone has to play those 18 games. So whether you play them in June, April, or September, you need to play them to win. But it still matters when the games are played because you're playing a different style of ball. You're managing the game differently. If you're in the lead, if you've got a four-game lead in your division and you know you're going to lock it up, but you've got to play the Yankees, uh, the same American League team, all right? And I'm the, I'm the Yankees, and i I got a three-game lead. I go to Philadelphia the last three games of the season. And now I have to bat my pitcher three games, and if I lose, if I've got three, well, no, well, the Sox just just tied, yeah, because I'm playing a different set of baseball. And this is not; it almost sounds like I'm arguing for the DH, and I'm not. What I'm saying is, leave it the way it is. Don't scatter these games that much. Leave them in the middle, almost like a, it's almost like an all-star break because you're taking a break from your rivals. So you, you prefer to just play the um, the way they're doing it now? Yeah, I see. I mean, first of all, I don't like the fact they've extended the postseason. Another wild game, wild card game is it's a, it's a fucking it's a joke. You know how I mean it used to be Mister October. Yeah. You play baseball October as much as I want to see baseball go forever. The World Series is going to end sometime. Now it's Mister November. I'm eating Thanksgiving turkey <laughs> while watching Game Six of the freaking World Series. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, it's a money grab. But you look at like you look at the championship game uh, in in Philly or it was in Philly? It was up in New York when it rained like two years ago. When when it, when they played to the fifth inning, yeah, on a game that should never have started, you well, that, that was uh, when the Phillies won. But my point my point is is the game should have been played. First of all, the game should have been played then in the first place. Yeah, well that that you're talking about the 2008 when the Phillies won the series. Yeah, well, they're playing in that in that rain, friggin' that, that mess, that torrential downpour. Yeah. It it's well that was Ben Seeley. He was trying well, to get his, uh, don't even get me going on him. We've only got an hour and some odd minutes to do this fucking show, so... He was trying to get his, his, his money in. He was trying to get his show in. He didn't want his advertisers to back out. He wanted to, uh... uh whatever. But, uh, but I'm, uh, now we're on a totally different tangent here because Bud Silly is destroying baseball. But I firmly disagree with what I definitely see is going to happen. The National League yeah. getting, the, uh, getting, the, getting the old... Uh, hoo-ha! Uh, I'm, really, yeah, I'm, in, I'm in agreement with you on that. I really hope that doesn't happen. I don't necessarily think that this article is uh, is true. I don't I don't think that's going to happen, but maybe that's just me. But it's funny because as Dad said, yes, you and I are against it. American League fans have such a it's as strong and as convincing argument as we have for, against it. You know what I mean? Well, they yeah. Well, they like that uh, the fact that you don't have a pitcher hitting, taking a chance of getting hurt. They like to have that extra. Um, Real hitter in there that, that can drive in runs and, and produce for you. I mean, I, I get the reasons for it. It's just maybe I'm just old fashioned that way. Yeah. I guess that's why I'm a purist. Just you know, and it's funny because the DH what, did they come out in like '73 and I was like two. <laughs> so it's really not like I ever knew baseball without the DH. Right. I, but I I respect what used to be. I mean, it, it kind of goes back. I, I don't even like divisions in baseball. I like the way it used to be back in the in in the sixties and fifties, where you played, um, yeah, you played, uh, uh, te- you know, your your own division. You played everybody however many times. If you won, you won. You went to the World Series. Yeah. There was no divisional playoff. There was no wild card. You just you won your league. You went to the series. I I I, I fought, and I finally succumbed to the whole wild card thing. 
you know, I didn't like it at all, and I still don't really like it, but okay, I gotta accept it. It's there. But to add a second wild card, let's just be hockey and let everyone in the playoffs. Yeah, 16 teams. All right. All right, so that was uh, our MLB uh, discussion for the day. We're going to go to another break here and come back with some fantasy news. NJIBR. Blowing up sports radio and starting over. Need physical therapy? Let specialized physical therapy in Cherry Hill help you recover and restore your quality of life. Whether it is your lower back, neck, shoulder, hip, or knee, physical therapists that specialize physical therapy will help you achieve the results you want and need. Their team consists of highly trained physical therapists that are specialists in orthopedics. This means you get the very best care that produces results. Call today to schedule your appointment at 856-424-0993. That's 856-424-0993. Or visit them at the web, at the web, on the web, at specializedphysicaltherapy.com. For you, the listeners of NJIBR, Audible.com is offering a free audio download with a free 14-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. One book I recently listened to was 112663 by Stephen King. It's a story of Jake Epping, a Maine high school teacher who finds a doorway back in time and tries to stop the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. However, things don't go exactly as planned, and pretty soon Jake discovers that you can't change history without paying a price. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com backslash NJIBR. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash NJIBR for your free audiobook. out of a Swedish furniture store. Stop, I told, I was told the toilet was connected. You couldn't be more in the league. All right, it's time once again for the fantasy baseball segment of the program. And this week I'm going to do something a little bit different. I mentioned a couple of weeks back that I was kind of getting tired of this running through the top 10 of each position. It was kind of dragging on a little bit longer than I intended. It's been a little more boring than I intended, honestly. Um, so what I'm going to do here today is I'm going to go over the third baseman and then I'm going to go over the outfielders and what I'm going to do is basically run through the top 10 in each position give you the stats that rasball.com is calling for for each player Um, if I happen to come across something that uh, I think might be of interest in terms of you know a comment on a particular player or a comment on their take on what his stats will be for the year I'll make that comment but basically going forward 
this week I'm going to do the third baseman and the outfielders. Next week I'll cover the starting and relief pitchers. And then we'll be done with this and we can move on to a little bit more uh, of an interesting array of topics when it comes to fantasy baseball, uh, especially now that we have the preseason game starting. All right, so fantasy third baseman. This is all based on the rankings on rasball.com. Number 10 with the Red Sox, you have Kevin Euclid. Rasball's calling for Euclid to have about a 270 average, 19 home runs, 85 RBIs, 3 steals, um, and 75 runs scored. All right, Aramis, Aramis Ramirez, uh, who recently signed with the Brewers, last year was with the Cubs. I'm not sure if that's going to have any kind of an effect on his production. He's pretty much been the same player throughout the, the course of his career. Rasball.com is calling for a 295 average, 25 home runs, 95 RBIs, and 75 runs scored. Number 8 on the list, Alex Rodriguez with the Yankees. Uh, A-Rod, they're calling for 270 average, 24 home runs, 85 RBIs, 70 runs, and 5 steals. Moving up, we have Brett Lowry. Uh, Lowry, I guess is how you say it. Um, he's a rookie with the Blue Jays, and this kid is... Um, they're, they're, they're basically looking at two possible scenarios for him. He's, he's either going to come in and set the world on fire, or he's not going to do anything. Uh, it's There really is no middle ground with him as far as anybody that I've seen doing any preseason prognostication. So, as far as Rasball is concerned, he's going to be the former, and he's going to come in and, and do well this year. They're calling for a 290 average, 20 home runs, 70 RBIs, 90 runs scored. And here's the thing with, with Lowry, they're calling for 24 steals which you don't normally get out of a third baseman. So that's where his value is going to come. Not so much in the numbers, because the numbers are going to be able to get from a few other guys, but in terms of his production on the base paths. Uh, number six, Ryan Zimmerman uh, with the uh, Washington Nationals. They're calling for a 290 average, 27 home runs, 100 RBIs, 80 runs scored, and only five steals. Pablo Sandoval. Uh, the uh, was he the the big panther or the big panda or whatever the hell they call him? Looking for a 320 average out of him, so he's going to hit for a higher average. 27 home runs, 95 RBIs, 80 runs, and three steals. So you see a pattern with the third baseman, except for Lowry. There's really nobody that's going to steal bases. Number four, Adrian Beltre uh, with the Rangers. Um, he's going to pre- or he projects at a 280 average with 28 home runs. 100 RBIs, 75 runs, and 3 steals. Number 3, David Wright with the Mets. Wright looks like he's going to hit for about a 290 average, 24 home runs, 100 RBIs, 85, uh, I'm sorry, not 85 steals, 85 runs, and 15 steals. So a few more steals than the average third baseman in the top 10. Uh, Longoria, Evan Longoria is number 2. And Evan Longoria, they're calling for... A 280 average with average with 34 home runs, 120 RBIs, 105 runs, and seven steals. So significantly more production out of him in terms of power numbers. And the number one third baseman, Jose Bautista, with your was it Toronto Blue Jays, I guess. So the Blue Jays have a uh, have a plethora of third basemen apparently. Looks like 265 average. It's a little bit lower average, but he's got 38 home runs and 105 RBIs projected with 100 runs and 10 steals. So the third baseman, bottom line is, you're looking at Longoria and Batista are going to hit for significant power numbers, maybe 10 to 15 home runs and maybe 20 to 25 RBIs above the 3 through 10 guys. The 3 through 10 guys pretty much are going to get you the average of 90 RBIs, round 20 homers. The one exception in there is the rookie 
Lowry, who or Lowry, who um, you know, it's again, it, you're basing it on a rookie projection, so you don't really know what this kid's going to do in the majors over a full year. But based on his, I guess his minor league numbers and his stint last year with the team, <clears throat> excuse me, they're looking at him having quite a few steals in uh, relation to the other third baseman. All right, now moving on to the top 10 fantasy outfielders. All right, we're going to start out in Texas. Number 10, Josh Hamilton, a former MVP, looking for a 295 average out of Hamilton with 27 home runs, 85 RBIs, 75 runs, and 7 steals. Coming up next, you have Jay Bruce, with Cincinnati Reds, they're looking for quite a uh, quite a season out of Bruce, who's been kind of hot and cold throughout his career. Uh, 270 average, which isn't anything to write home about, but they're looking for power numbers out of him. Uh, 34 home runs, 100 RBIs, 90 runs scored, and 10 steals. So not looking for steals out of Bruce, but with those power numbers, you don't really need them. All right, next on the list you have Mike Stanton at number eight with the Florida, well, I guess the Miami Marlins, and that's not even actually his name anymore. He just, for some inexplicable reason, changed his name to, I think it was Giancarlo or something like that. I don't know if that's his given name or if he just made the shit up, but apparently he's going by Giancarlo Stanton now. Whatever his name is, he's going to hit for about a 260 average, looking for 37 home runs, 115 RBIs, and 100 runs. He's going to be a monster. This kid's young. He's uh, got all the look of a young, like a, uh, a Miguel Cabrera type who comes in and just pounds the crap out of the ball. Doesn't necessarily hit for the average Cabrera does, at least not yet, but he's definitely looking like the the monster in terms of power numbers that everybody thought he was going to be. Uh, next on the list, number seven, Andrew McCutcheon with the Pirates. Pirates looking for any bit of good news, and McCutcheon seems to be uh, seems to be the guy. The thing with McCutcheon, he's going to get you about a two seventy five average, 25 home runs, and 100 RBIs, 95 runs scored, and 30 steals. And the steals is the thing with him. It's not usual to find a guy who's going to hit 25 plus home runs, 100 RBIs, and get you 30 steals. So if this kid puts it all together, he can definitely uh, move up and be a top five uh, top five outfielder. Uh, number six on the list, Cargo, Carlos Gonzalez. Looking for about a 300 average out of Cargo, 25 home runs, 100 RBIs, 100 runs, 18 steals. So he'll run a little bit, but not quite as much as some of those other guys. All right, moving up on the list here, we have... Jacoby Ellsbury, who is looking like a 295 average, 17 home runs, 70 RBIs, 110 runs, and 45 steals. So where you lose a little bit of power with Ellsbury, he's not going to hit you 25 to 30 home runs, he's not going to knock in the 100 runs, but he'll get twice as many, if not three times as many steals as some of those other guys. All right, moving on, we have another youngster who kind of came into his own last year, and they're looking for great things out of him in the future. That's uh, Justin Upton out in Arizona. They're calling for a 300 average, 30 home runs, 100 RBIs, 100 runs, and 20 steals. Personally, I think he could he could top 20 steals. He's got some speed to his game. This kid is an all-around player. He could definitely be, literally could be the best player in the game if he applied himself and put a little more speed into his game and he found his, his hitting stroke and hit over 300 consistently. He's got that kind of talent. Uh, moving on, you have Matt Kemp, the MVP who wasn't last year, I guess. 290 average, 30 home runs, 105 RBIs, 100 runs, and 25 steals. So that's going to be about um, the average year out of out of Kemp. Uh, I'm not sure if he's looking at this in terms of a proving himself, I guess, when he lost out to Braun and the whole Braun getting caught for PED scandal. Kemp was kind of standing in the background saying, hey, yeah, that's 
you know, that award should be mine. Well, now's his chance to go out and prove it, I guess. Moving on, we have the number one outfielder, Ryan Braun. It is Ryan Braun who we just spoke of, the PED scandal and all. Uh, so that should be an interesting one-two combination all year in terms of uh, who's going to battle it out and come out with the best overall fantasy numbers between the two of them. Braun, they're looking for a 310 average, 35 home runs, 110 RBIs, 105 runs, and 15 steals. So he doesn't run a whole lot, hits for a little higher average. Um, really, any one of the top five of these outfielders, you can't go wrong. Uh, they're going to get you the numbers that, uh, that you're going to expect from them. All right, and that's going to wrap up our fantasy baseball segment for the week. For you, the listeners of The Rundown on NJIBR, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. One of the books I've had my eye on for a couple of months now is Wait Till Next Year by Pulitzer Prize-winning author Doris Kearns Goodwin. The book is basically a memoir of Goodwin's childhood growing up in Long Island, New York in the 1950s, how she came to idolize the Brooklyn Dodgers, and how their move to Los Angeles in 1958 devastated not only her family, but an entire community. I'm really looking forward to this one. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com backslash NJIBR. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash NJIBR for your free audio book. That's right, kids. We're back live here on the rundown with Rick Pruitt. All right, Dave. Are... Let's yeah. say hello to Johnny Gonzalez. He's yeah, in the middle of uh, the <laughs> fantasy segment. We got Johnny Gonzalez pop on and say hello. So. Last uh, seven and a half minutes of the show. Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock it. He's our one listener. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, wow. It's been a quick hour here, kid. Yeah, yeah, it's been a uh, been a fun time. Dykstra got a little heated. The uh, DH got a little intense. Yeah, we, we tend to we plan these uh, discussions out time wise to try and fit everything into about an hour, and we kind of got into it a little bit with the uh, MLB DH stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's a bad part of being on a time limit because you get on a roll and you look at the clock. Go, oh shite! Coming up on the Dave and Friends show, modified by man singer Eric Colvin this Thursday night, nine p.m. Okay, it's. Uh, we're trying to branch out from the dick humor <laughs> and make it a little more respectable. Um, if you haven't heard of Modified by Man, check them out on YouTube. I put up the link on Facebook numerous times. They're uh, their new video. Okay. It's a guy I've known for, Jesus, 25 years now. But he'll be on the show live calling from Los Angeles, California. Wow. Look at that. This Thursday Our night. first long-distance caller. That's right. And uh, the Electric Boa, a local Philadelphia band. Nice. Should be on the show as well. Sounds good. Soon. So, just, I just want to steal a little bit of time to whore myself. Oh, well. You know, all's well that ends well. Anybody who's listening or anyone <laughs> listening right now, next week's show, if you guys want to chime in, uh, LOL. <laughs> I think he meant LOL. He, but he's looling all over the place. Next week, we're putting the Skype up live. It's Dave.Nelson97 on Skype. If you have it, use it. If you don't get it, use it. Rick's convention going to remember his uh, his Skype contact. Yeah, apparently I uh, I have a Skype number. I didn't realize that I got a Skype number, so I'm going to have to look that up, and uh, I'll be able to. But this way, guys, when you use those use that number or possibly those numbers, I just got back from the bar. Can you blame me? <laughs> no, I can't. It's Tuesday. <laughs> I salute. <laughs> As I, I tip my 24-ounce to you. Top of the morning to you. Anyway, yeah, Dave.Nelson97 on Skype. Use that this way. You can call, actually call in, be interactive with the show. Aside from just the uh, the chat board we have here, the message boards, the instant feedback, or whatever you want to call this, uh, this that mess there. Instant feedback. I like that. All right. 
How do they how do they contact the show otherwise? That's njibradio.com, or at gmail.com. At gmail.com. <laughs> you can also find us on iTunes. iTunes. There's uh, multiple addresses. Yeah, you can look up this show under the rundown. Um, just put in rundown and my last name, Pruitt, P-R-E-W-I-T-T. You can find Dave and Friends. Uh, Dave and Friends. Um, the iTunes is set up right now. It is somewhere around here. I forget what it is. Now. It's, it's getting there. It's a Dave, it's right now, I think it's a still Dave and Alex show on yeah, iTunes. On iTunes I, so I don't, I don't think I've made the adjustment on that yet. Um, like I so said, you can find it. You can also type in the URL from this, which would be mixler.com backslash NJIBR on iTunes. That'll bring you to pretty much a catalog of every show we've done for the station so far. Or you can just go to the NJIBL website that you can do as well there's four shows up there right now there's two gonna be three as of tomorrow of the rundown there's two of that metal show hosted by yours truly yes because we had it well the david alex show now known as the david friend show had to um separate from the uh from the 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 league station for good causes so i'm not complaining um so we needed to find some i i needed to still have you guys hear my voices they was afraid you'd miss him yes you know i got i got feelings too you know (laughs) So, that metal show is now show number two, and anybody, and I stress anybody, yes, I'm begging, who wants to get involved in this radio station, please email us, reach out, tug on us, tap us on the forehead, give us a reach around something, because I'm sure you guys are probably getting sick of hearing the same two guys on the radio week after week. Yeah, there's a reason for that, because we're literally the only two guys running the station. Yes. So, you're going to If you look at the website... Later, you'll see you are you are a host, producer slash extraordinaire of the rundown. <laughs> One of the gods of war. <laughs> but but anyway, so this has been the rundown with Rick Pruitt. All right, guys, it's been a fun week, and we are going to be out of here. Later.